Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Stacey Dales, NFL Network correspondent. Here at Hallis Hall, as expected, continued buzz around the quarterbacks, especially when it comes to the 11th overall pick, Justin Fields. Breaking down the Bears beat news around the NFL. Head coach of the Chicago Bears, Matt Eberflus. Where, where do we even start? We start at hits? Do we start at the hits acronym and principles? Hustle, yeah. intensity, takeaways on both sides of the football. Yeah, okay, yep. Okay, for the defense and the offense. And then smart football. Former WNBA star. And the ball stolen away. Didn't see her coming. And Perkins gets the clean steal over to Dale's easy land. Stacey Dale's off a beautiful feed from Elaine Collins. Stacey Dale's with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score. Always enjoy talking to Stacey Dales, and she joins us now as all guests do on the score hotline brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Stacey, anything new in the NFL? What's going on? <laughs> well, Mully and uh, Haw, I um... – I wanted to jump on the line and call some conspiracy theorists today because I don't really think that was Tom. I don't know if that was Tom. I mean, right? CGI. I'm, I'm not sure. It looked like a Tom. It smelled like a Tom. But was that really Tom Brady? In that, That's great. In that selfie video that was shot on his own phone, was that really him? <laughs> it's oh, a fair question funny. because it is so bizarre, Stacey. Not him retiring, but the method he chose to deliver the news. Yeah, well, so I, I'm being obviously facetious sure. and sarcastic, and, and it's for a good reason, because, oh, gosh, he broke his own news. I mean, can you just imagine what how the insiders feel today? Like, <laughs> everybody just crawling to get on that story. So, you know, good for Tom. Way to break your own news. It was actually very refreshing, and I'll put the sarcasm aside, because, you know, last year at this time, I was in – L.A. for the Super Bowl, or what was it, the NFC Championship, actually, because he did it right around this time. And, um, you know, obviously it sent the NFL into a spiral and sort of took the acclaim of championship weekend. And, uh, you know, I I just appreciated his message. I watched it, obviously, and I thought it was really emotional and heartfelt. And, I mean, how can you not respect this guy? But, like, everybody wanted a piece of the the pie. Like, who's going to break it first? I just love that he did it, and deservingly so. I got, I got to say, I was laughing when I checked Twitter and uh, and I saw that Brett Favre was trending. And I thought, oh, no. And then I, and then I you know, there's a lot going on. And then I realized it's because he retired like four times. And Tom is doing like another retirement. Comparison. It, that's what it He's was. He's too behind. Is that hilarious? Yeah. 
Yeah. It is, it is, it is. Um, well, and now it's going to be like Dustin and I were just, you know, chatting right before he, he put me on with you guys. And, and, like, now the other one, what's going to happen with the other one, um, Aaron Rodgers? So, the other one. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, other one. <laughs> you know, I just, like, it, it's just really remarkable because I've covered Tom Brady and, um, you know, I, in, early in my reporting career in the NFL, I spent a lot of time in New England because we didn't have a reporter. And anytime you went there, there was obviously this mystique when a player of that caliber and uniqueness can captivate an entire league of, you know, to me, baseball and basketball and all those would argue the greatest sport on the planet. And um, it's just amazing because if you look at his journey, like he gave hope to every young, I don't use the word average lightly, quarterback out there that, you know, wasn't drafted high and didn't look like he would be a future Hall of Famer. I mean, he was 199th pick overall, you know, 24 years ago. He played, he's played 23 seasons and or 23 years ago and like made everybody believe I can be Tom up Tom Brady one day. And, you know, it's just pretty remarkable to me that he could take over a franchise because Bill Belichick is a different coach without him as good as he is. And he's, he's amazing. But, you know, he leaves and goes to Tampa, and he wins the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a season. And that's how good Tom Brady is. I'd love to just be able to step into the interlacings of his brain and why he's so great. But I I think, you know, the way he makes players around him better. And an older Tom Brady, the thing I noticed in his later career, just in terms of defenders playing against him, if you sack Tom Brady, it's like a Super Bowl for you for some of the young players and everybody wants to run to him and get his jersey after the game all these young guys and it's just it's really cool to see how he handled that and then also just the respect he got from like I'm talking 23 24 25 year old defenders and um, guys in the league that are going to tell their kids one day or maybe are telling their kids I sacked Tom Brady that's a great point about the way that Tom Brady gave every sixth rounder or late round draft pick hope how he gave every unathletic high school quarterback with a good arm and a great brain the idea that he could succeed at whatever level. Tom Brady did a lot more in terms of a legacy that goes beyond the seven time, you know, t- seven times he won a Super Bowl. Great point, Stacy. I wondered if you look back at this past season, seeing him play and seeing uh, being around the league as, as you did, mm-hmm. how good was he? And it, it, is this the right time? Did he see the decline? that was maybe beginning that he couldn't stop? Do you think that led to to this point where he felt like he couldn't come back? Well, how good was he? He, he, um, he was outstanding. I mean, he still put up 46, almost 4,500 or 4,700 pass yards this season, the most pass attempts in his career, if you can believe that. Like, think about it. 23 seasons, David, 490 pass attempts. That was the most in his career in his 23rd season at age 45. He had the most completions of his career this year, I believe. Um, if I, I'd have to go back and double check, but I did take a peek this morning when I got up, and I mean, he, he had a, 733 pass completions this season. That's the most of his career. So he was doing he was doing things at a at a that they needed differently this season. Um, and you know, I share those numbers because he's 45 years old. For him to be throwing the ball as much as he did, right? And they had injuries. The Bucks did this year. They obviously, um, you know, were, were 
<laughs> we're, we're trying to replicate some element of success, which is so hard to do in the NFL period. Like you saw the Rams this year, they go from winning a Super Bowl to being really Sean McVay, possibly considering taking a leave of absence from coaching. I mean, they were that bad. And, and talking to people in that organization, how different it was this year and how much maybe there was some drama in different ways that we didn't see. And so, and then Tom Brady, obviously going through a very personal, um, some very personal struggles heading into the season. So I, I still think it was a great year for him, uh, David, to answer your question. And, uh, you know, it's hard to pick which the, which year was best for him. We, seven Super Bowls, obviously a five-time Super Bowl MVP. The guy just performs when the lights are on. And again, people still have a dream that they can play quarterback because of Tom Brady. Look at Brock Purdy this year. I mean, this guy was the, he's, he's the latest drafted quarterback basically to have the success that he's had in a single season in his rookie year. And don't think that those guys all don't look at their mentor who is Tom Brady. But again, I'm just, I'm just glad that he did it himself. And um, there, there's, there's some purity in that. And I love that about it. The, the day. Yeah. I, you know, it, it's, um, it's not a, it's not an NFL story. It's an American sports story. It's bigger than just a league because he was that great a player. And um, I, I guess though that there were, is other news in the NFL. We know that there have been some coaching hires, Sean Payton back at work and going to uh, to Denver to try to do something with Russell Wilson. Uh, to me, I think D'Amico Ryans is a great story. That is a guy that did a great job. Uh, have you heard anything about if he's bringing any offensive coordinator with him? Can he get one of these Shanahan guys to go with him? Because uh, that might help a little bit. Yeah, I think he's looking at the pass game coordinator from the, the Niners, which isn't surprising um, to, to head there, you know, as, as a possible offensive coordinator candidate. But I, you guys know me. I mean, we were on last week, and I said that um, I really felt like Denver was the best fit for Sean Payton, and, right. and he, there he goes. And um, I kind of had a, a thought in my mind that might happen just because remember, you know, he needs a quarterback, right? So he's got Russell Wilson and he got the quarterback and um, there's some stability there now with Sean Payton, but uh, I love this hire in Houston, D'Amico Ryan's. I mean, I just covering the Niners defense of the last couple of years, he's such an incredible leader. He was as a player, but maybe even a better leader as a coach. Um, but, you know, they're going to have to go through an extensive process just, just like we saw with these head coaches. I'm just kind of waiting on the Colts, you know. They've interviewed everybody and everybody's, you know, brother and uh, uh, maybe sister. I don't know. They've, I know that Jim Irsay has done his due diligence, but they're going to have to make a decision because the combine is a month away, you guys, and the senior bowl is happening now. And you need your head coach to be involved in all of that. And um, so the Colts better get on the horn and pick somebody soon. Stacey, I respect Sean Payton as much as you do. Got to ask you this, though. Is he worth a first-round pick this year, a second-round pick next year? <laughs> is any coach worth that kind of draft capital? And do you think that he can fix Russell Wilson? I do think he's worth that because I think he's going to pull in some, some players via free agency or around the league that will know him, um, may have played for him, or buy into his system. So I think you could get a couple – maybe studs to come in and play for you because they know Pey Sean Payton's a winner. So that might eat up a little bit, maybe with one of those picks, David. Um, and your second question, I, I forgot, but. Um, Russell I, Wilson. I, yeah. Russell Wilson. Yeah. I think he's going to transform Russell Wilson. I do. 
Um, my, Pete Carroll, you know, Pete Carroll's an amazing coach. And he obviously was gifted in coaching Russell Wilson. Um, I think Russell responded to that sort of veteran expertise. And I think he will do the same with Sean Payton. Sean Payton is extremely meticulous. He's very rare. Um, There aren't many coaches that I've listened to or talked to that are as unique as him. Meaning you could ask him, he wants football questions. So you can ask him a football question, but sometimes he'll go off into a five minute soliloquy on it because he, he might love the question and he might just go into another planet with it. And that's how he is when he coaches. That's how he is when he takes apart game plans. Um, he's obviously a Super Bowl champion and he's been to a lot of championship moments. So, um, and won the, that division in, in the NFC South. So quite a few times. And, I, you know, you look at Drew Brees, right? Drew Brees was considered an undersized quarterback who shouldn't have been as good as he is. Well, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, and a large part of that is the marriage that he had with Sean Payton. So I think Russell Wilson's probably the happiest guy right now. Yeah, it is. I tell you what, it's kind of um, extraordinary when we start thinking about quarterbacks because obviously, you know, we're trying to connect dots everywhere, and we're looking at D'Amico Ryans as a guy born in Alabama who went to Alabama. Maybe he likes the Alabama quarterback and wants to trade up one spot, and that could begin <laughs> a, a big move for the uh, the Bears. And that, that's just the way we look at life. We're kind of looking through the lens of of Chicago and the Bears. Um, you know, it's an interesting off season because money has increased. The Bears have more money than anyone else, but now every team can maybe afford to keep guys out of the free agent market. It's just going to be really interesting to see how they go about building their team and if they can trade that pick and get uh, a lot from the number one pick. Yeah, I think so, Molly. And I, I, I just I won't be surprised if they trade it. Obviously, I'll probably be on the Bears because I do live in this area, and I, you know, they have the number one pick. They've, they've got a bunch of good picks. They have eight right now, I think, and. Right. You know, I, I would anticipate them moving because they don't even have to move much. I mean, they, they don't need a quarterback. They don't need to draft a quarterback. Now, you could argue that, you know, if, if, if on their board, whether it be, you know, one of these, these um, defensive powerhouses up front, whether it be like a Will Anderson or a Jalen Carter, a Miles Murphy, like who do they covet and how could that player – impact their defense right away. I mean, look at the Detroit Lions and Aiden Hutchinson. So they pick him second overall and look at what he did. I mean, he 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 made opposing offenses have to game plan with him in mind. Like the way that Detroit used him in his rookie campaign and he's going to be like that for years. So Obviously, Chicago needs something like that up front defensively, right? You have to win. The thing that you always learn at this time of year when you look at the teams that are left, you look at, are they, do they have a good offensive line and do they have a good defensive line? And I'm covering the Eagles heading into the Super Bowl. Mm. I don't think there are two better, now the Chiefs would argue, um, offensive and defensive lines in football. I mean, they are going into that San Francisco game this weekend. I I thought to myself in my head, Brock Purdy, who never turns the ball over, is going to turn it over. Not only did they force him into a turnover, turnovers, 
but they knocked him out of the game and they knocked his backup Johnson out of the game because their defensive line is formidable. I, it's just insane what Howie Roseman has created um, their general manager with that defensive front. And so like that, you have to have those players. And, and so that'll be the biggest challenge for, for Ryan Poles, you guys, because do you pass on one of these premium guys or can you move down maybe three spots or four spots and still get one? is, is going to be the question. And they still need to, they need to fix their O line. They need to fix their defensive line and they need wide receivers. Stay, um, Stacey, so yeah, you, you did a great job covering the Eagles post game. You got to everybody. And the, the overwhelming sense I got from all of the reporting and just watching was that this was a great victory winning the NFC championship game, certainly, but there was a sense of unfinished business and this is a team on a mission. Yeah, definitely. And the the weird part about the Eagles, David, is obviously number one seed, and we couldn't have a better Super Bowl to look forward to on the twelfth. Um, they are they they feel internally underrated, which is strange, but it's a real thing. And I I don't know if it stems from like talking to players, like they feel they call it a it's a Philly thing. Like they feel like people. They, they believe their blue collar town is underrated and people they're still questioning, is this defense good? Like Jonathan Gannon, their defensive coordinator has taken heat at times this year, like even lo- on local radio stations in Philadelphia, like this guy, this, this defense should be better. This defense should be that. I mean, their defense is insane. They have the best def- pass defense in the NFL and nobody gets after the quarterback the way they do. Uh, 78, is it, sacks on the season, including the playoffs. It's just crazy how good they are. <laughs> and, they, and they do it, they rotate their players up front. So there's this sense, David, where I feel like they're on a mission because they're out to prove to people that, you know, hey, we deserve to win the Super Bowl and here's why. But it, it, it kind of goes back to Tom Brady, though. Like, I, I've watched Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers play with chips on their shoulders for the, the entirety of their career. Right. Like when you pick a guy in the sixth round, when you mm-hmm. when you don't pick a guy in the top five uh, and take the local guy like the San Francisco 49ers pass on Aaron Rodgers and he gets picked way later than he should have. They, they inherently play with chips on their shoulders. And Jalen Hurts is doing that right now. I mean, it's just it's it's crazy to see like how players are mentally motivated and that and then you see teams that are as well. And I think the Chiefs defense feels underslighted. And if you listen to a Chris Jones interview or a Frank Clark interview after any game, they will tell you that. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's going to be really cool. There's lots of storylines. Obviously, Andy Reid coaching against the team that he coached for so many years in Philly. Two African-American quarterbacks for the first time ever, which I think is just fantastic. Um, and they were both the best quarterbacks really in the NFL this season to me in terms of how they led their team. And you know, performed um, just brilliant football. So it's going to be fun. Stacy. before we let you go, I want to get your perspective on this. You are a former Chicago Skies player. It's been a bad Ooh. week for the sky. Uh, the sky is falling, if you will. <laughs> Candace Parker <laughs> leaving town, signing with the Aces. Courtney Vandersloot announces she is not returning as well. Do you have a Ooh. thought on what's going on with that franchise, why this might be happening now, and what your level of surprise was? I think it's like any franchise. I'm not surprised about Candace Parker because um, that she's at that stage in his in her career where she's going places where she thinks she can win another championship right away. And maybe she doesn't see that now. But it's this isn't surprising because it's you know 
maybe because the WNBA in a, in a way, like you, you would think fewer teams and um, why wouldn't players stay somewhere? But I, I just think teams go through um, transitions, especially after they've won championships. They won a championship a couple of years ago and those players are getting older now, contracts change. And so they have to make decisions to just like for themselves to close out their career. How am I going to close my career? And I think, I think Candace is probably looking at that situation in is it Vegas and, and thinking maybe this is a place I can end my career and win another championship and impact another roster at the stage in my career that I'm at. So it's not surprising, but um, you know, they obviously have a lot of work to do to, to rebuild it. And uh, you know, I think James Wade is a really good coach and leader and I'm, I'm confident he'll still put a good product on the floor. Thanks a ton, Stacey. Great catching up with you. We appreciate it. Thanks, Stacey. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you uh, hopefully from Phoenix next next week. Yeah, Take care. that's great. That is Stacey Dales. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.